It's the Drew Grimaldi Podcast! Welcome to the Drew Grimaldi Podcast. Um, we have got a crazy show for you. It is Wednesday, March 22nd. Um, a lot of crazy shit going on in the world right now. And uh, I'm going to get to this one here because I think this one's pretty crazy. So we spoke on the last episode about how Trump was supposed to be arrested on Tuesday. Well, he wasn't. In fact, they were supposed to meet today, this grand jury, and they called it off. Nobody really knows why. But they boarded the whole thing up with, you know, in New York with all sorts of, you know, like walls. Because <laughs> apparently they don't work. <laughs> but um, this is Matt Gates on uh, President Trump's uh, imminent arrest, apparently. Do you see Manhattan's DA definitely indicting former President Trump? That is the expectation. He'll likely turn himself in in New York at some point next week. And I'm concerned about the message that this sends all over the world, that America's moral authority will be zapped when there are despots in other parts of the globe who want to jail their political enemies, who want to arrest the prior administration, who want to ensure that their upcoming rivals don't have the opportunity to stand for election. Uh, I think President Trump will come out of this likely stronger politically, but no one likes being indicted, and so it's certainly a sad day for the country and one that I think America will pay for globally for some time. You know, and there are a lot of people who would call this karma uh, because of things and and actions and words that... uh, former President Trump has made, but three House Republican committee chairs, including from the Judiciary Panel, which uh, you serve on, are now seeking a testimony and documents from D.A. Alvin Bragg. Do you think that's going to happen? It should, and we shouldn't perform criminal justice by virtue of karma, right? (laughs) Right. There actually has to be the adherence to facts and law. What Chairman Jordan and Chairman Stile and Chairman Comer have requested is testimony and information from Alvin Bragg regarding the extent to which the special counsel investigation, remember Robert Mueller in the days of accusing Donald Trump of being a Russian agent? Well, apparently that... Without any proof. But now it has germinated in the form of this state-based criminal charge, and this is a charge that would normally be a misdemeanor. It's been accelerated to a felony. This while New Yorkers are seeing Alvin Bragg reduce over half of the felonies to misdemeanors. So it's a bit of a reversal, of course, for him. I saw new data this morning from Reuters showing that 54% of the country believes that this is a political prosecution, and that's what the Congress will be looking into. See, I think it's crazy. I, I, I think he hits the nail on the head. You know, it's a political persecution i mean that's what it is it's third world stuff where the where they are going after political opponents that's it it's been a witch hunt from the beginning 
But they just keep pushing this. They keep pushing this. And you talk to the average Democrat, too, and a lot of times they'll sit there and they still bring up Russia. Oh, well, Trump's a Russian pawn. He said nice things about Putin. I mean, Putin is a fucking strong leader. He's a hell of a lot stronger than Joe Biden. And he most certainly is doing things that are bettering his country and helping his country. What has Joe Biden done to help our country? I mean, I sit here and I can't think of anything that he's done. I mean, nothing. I I cannot think of a single good thing that he's done for this country. Everything that he's done has just been ass-backwards, like, clown world. And you're like, what the hell's going on? But, and, uh, let me see, I'm going to refresh this one more time here. I got my notes, but uh, I had one in here from KJP um, about why Joe Biden has not gone to East Palestine. It's not coming up. I'll play that on the next episode. But um, this is Tucker Carlson, and, you know, Tucker Carlson's great. I love Tucker Carlson. He's like the gold standard of late night yeah, or not late night, but you know, um, conservative journalism. I mean, he's the gold standard. And the thing is, is that after the election, after the 2020 election, he waited for a minute to kind of see which way the wind was blowing before he took a side. And after he got all the facts, that's when he decided to kind of figure out, you know, the the Trump crowd, the you know the 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 pulse of today's Republican Party, and the Democrats like to make it out like we're fucking nuts, but we're not. We just want security, and you know, right now at at this present time, there's the banking collapse, uh, people are dying from the vaccine, um, and a lot of times you think you know maybe just the timing of all of these things, just the timing of you know because like they just found out that. Uh, Joe Biden's, um, it's it's Haley Biden. I think she's married in or some shit. But she took, you know, millions of dollars from the Chinese as well. So the whole family benefited benefited from, you know, the the connections that they had. But I'm going to go back because this one here, Tucker Carlson uh, does a really nice job putting this into perspective about how dangerous this really is to the republic if they go at, and I say republic because America is a constitutional republic it is not a democracy so anytime you hear a democrat say oh that's a threat to democracy well the United States isn't a democracy so it's kind of like a, a crazy thing that they're fucking saying unless they've never taken like a civics class probably not they hate America but I continue on this is Tucker Carlson here uh, on the whole um Another day of Arrest. rumors and thinly sourced news stories. Ooh, what's new? These about when and where Donald Trump will be arrested, fingerprinted, and photographed against a cinder block wall for his mugshot. How much of this is true? Once again, we cannot say. Here's what we know. A Soros-funded prosecutor in New York, a man who ran on the promise to indict Trump, seems to be working hard to indict Trump indicting him for a crime that no one even pretends is a crime, including the federal agency that has already investigated it and declared it not a crime. So in Manhattan tomorrow, what will certainly be an overwhelmingly liberal grand jury will meet, and unless something unexpected happens, Democrats will have taken the unprecedented step of using a corrupt justice system to take out the front runner in the Republican presidential field 
in a presidential race. Very and sad. if that happens, America will never be the same. Election interference for the right sake of in the front country, of us. The Biden White House, which will be running against Trump, will put the country above partisanship and stop this. That Merrick Garland at DOJ will issue a very public statement saying that this is wrong, which it is, and therefore preserve for our grandchildren our justice system. As of tonight, that doesn't seem to be happening. Yeah, that's not happening. But another he, day of room. But he really hits that home, I feel, because I mean, right now, I mean, this. Okay, so here's the whole thing, and and that. With Trump right now, what they're trying to get him on, if it's if they try to if they try to do it as a misdemeanor, it, the statute of limitations is three years, so you can't do anything about it anyways. If it's a felony, it's five years. So this happened eight years ago. So there's nothing fucking here. It is a witch hunt. It's all for headlines. It's get Trump, you know, just juiced. I mean, it's stupid. And honest to God, it's 100% true. Elon Musk has said it. Other people have said it. I'm going to say it too. The more they go after that man, the more powerful he becomes. <laughs> it's not fucking hurting him. It, it's helping him. Anytime they keep fucking doing this crazy shit, um, and, you know, the Democrats just keep lying, and just and then the truth gets out. And But it's it's a very you know, difficult time because Joe Biden's also, you know, under investigation for his family and stuff like that and the Chinese ties. And they're trying to get the political opponent and take Trump out so he can't run so that they can get this guy. I mean, this is insane. $159,000 billion lead. Less for prescription drugs then it reduces the deficit. If they have to pay out $159,000 billion lead, less for prescription drugs, then it reduces the deficit. I mean, the man struggles with just mundane sentences. I mean, um, and this is the guy that they, th that they say beat Donald Trump in 2020. The fact of the matter is, Donald Trump, even though he lost, was the most popular incumbent president of all time. Think about that. That's a crazy statistic. And then they're trying to say that Joe Biden was just 7 million or so popular, more popular. Like, no, that's bullshit. And everybody knew it was bullshit because most of the Americans were with Trump at that point because they knew it was bullshit. We're not going to be afraid of this virus that came from China. And it came from China. And Trump was called out. I've showed it on other episodes. Trump was called out for, you know, racists and all these fucking na nasty names for calling it the China virus. When now all the intel shit, and Joe Biden released them today, all the, all the intel proves and shows that it came from a Wuhan lab that was paid for by U.S. tax, with U.S. taxpayer money, that was signed off by Anthony Fauci. And all of these bio labs, that same thing that we're funding in China, if we're funding them in China, do you not think that we don't have any in Ukraine? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> we, so, and that's been exposed too. That came out. So that's why we're there. 
is that we're trying to cover up this mess about the biolabs because Putin could expose the United States for, for what we are in this situation. So I digress. But we have a president right now that can't fucking speak. Just a regular sentence. Just a very mundane, boring sentence. He can't fucking even get through it. So this is the guy that was signing off on, you know, all this vaccine stuff while people are dying from it. Well, now it's even coming out even more worse that the VARES reporting on miscarriages from the vaccine they are finally starting to report it. Check this out. Here's an article which says VARES from the gateway shows a 4,070% increase in <coughs> miscarriages and stillbirths since the mRNA rollout, which is astounding. And the article has, there's two little charts, graphs in here as well that I'll pull up. So this first one, this right here is a graph of reports of miscarriage and stillbirth by year. Wow. And just looking at, you can see the graph. I mean, it's, this is astounding. It has the years along the bottom. And the other report is the VAERS reports of miscarriage, or sorry, this is reports of menstrual and hemorrhages by year, which is, is matching the same numbers as the stillbirths and miscarriages, which shows to me that this is wreaking havoc on the female reproductive system. So and when you see this information, what is this, like, what, what response is that elicit in you? I, I mean, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking, but it's also enraging because this was all so predictable. You know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know that if women are reporting as early as July of 2021, which is what I got deplatformed from Twitter for noting accurately that women were reporting menstrual symptoms post-mRNA injection. It doesn't take a rocket science to know that there's going to be exactly now, right, a little over a year later, um, off-the-charts problems with stillbirths and miscarriages. And I also feel very, I mean, I'm glad it's getting some attention that it deserves from publications like the Gateway Pundit, but this should be front page news on the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal. And also, where where is the feminist health establishment? You right, know, who right. is supposed to care about <clears throat> women's bodies. This is a wholesale attack on women specifically. And I have detail to add to that, which again is just so enraging because it's you know my team has been breaking these stories for months. Um, in the Pfizer documents, the 55,000 documents released under court order uh, by Aaron Series lawsuit, um, documents that the FDA and Pfizer thought would never see the light of day, there are even more catastrophic harms recorded to menses and, and evidence of high rates of stillbirths. And that was before this injection was even rolled out and in the first three months of its rollout. So they knew, but not only did they know um, and just to give you some notes about what are in the Pfizer documents, these reports are on dailycloud.io. Our, our 3,500 experts have, have created these reports. Um, doctor of ours, Robert Chandler, confirmed that 72% of the adverse events in the Pfizer documents are women. And of those, in Pfizer's own words, 16% are reproductive disorders. And there's this incredible focus in the Pfizer experiments on the human reproductive cycle, and especially on women's conception 
Um, for example, Pfizer warns the men engaging the study, vaccinated men, not to have intercourse with childbearing age women, and if they do, to use two reliable methods of contraception. And they define exposure to the vaccine as uh, sexual intercourse, as well as uh, breathing and skin contact, but sexual intercourse, especially at the moment of conception. So they knew that there was risk to fetuses and to babies and to embryos, you know, through this methodology, through this intervention. They knew it. And And all while that's happening, they are, you know, you can't sue these people, you know, like they're still protected. You can't sue Pfizer if you have one of these things. Um, You know, like they're still protected. And so this is like something that they knew and Fauci knew and this is Fauci going door to door, I believe in the hood. People in America. I don't know where it is. I shouldn't have said that, but check it out. The information that's been given to us right now. So I'm not going to be lining up taking a shot on a vaccination for something that wasn't clear in the first place. And then you all create a shot in miraculous time. It takes years to. Guy sounds really smart to me. You know how you know how many years were invested in this in this approach? About twenty years of science to get us to be able to years do it. Is not enough. And nine months is definitely not no. enough for nobody to be taking no vaccination that but no. came up with. The only reason I'm talking to you right now, as close as we are, is that I've been vaccinated. Right. But if it allow thousands of people like you don't get vaccinated, you're going to let this virus continue to percolate in this country and in this world. Something like the common flu then, right? And, uh, not like, not it's like much the more serious flu. than the flu. Much so the more serious. A lot of people. <laughs> yeah. You know how many people died of the flu the last year? I mean, Please enlighten me, Fauci. None, but the previous year, about twenty to thirty thousand. You know how many people have died from COVID nineteen in the United States? Six hundred thousand Americans. Well, you, well, that well, the, the number that you all given that died. That's that's once again that's you all's number. You got passed. Yeah, he doesn't believe the numbers. Uh-huh. I don't either, brother. You're talking about paying people to get vaccinated. When you start talking about incentivizing things to get people vaccinated. It's something else going on with that. Right. Yeah. Something else, something I, else going it on. It is something going on. Yeah. Something else You're right. On. But I'm glad millions of people like me and most everybody here didn't get an incentive. You know what their incentive was? Protecting their health and protecting the city. Well, but that, I, well, well, I won't keep doing it anymore. It's okay because my, 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 my incentive, y'all campaign is about fear. It's about inciting fear in people. You all attack people with fear. That's what this pandemic is. It's a fear. It's fear this pandemic. That's all it is. Love it. Oh, Dr. Fauci's got to wash his hands. Oh, my God. I mean, this is a clown. Fuck this guy. Oh, my God. But, you know, like, they say that African Americans were among the the top um, demographic that did not get vaccinated. And I've said it before, you know, there was... Uh, stuff in the in the past where the government tried to give um, African American men like syphilis, and they told them that they'd treat them, and they never did. And some of these guys went blind. Some, you know, like they died. Their lives were terrible. But I mean, this shit's happened in the past. And why the hell would you believe the government now? <laughs> I feel him. I mean, I feel his. I feel him to the core. I don't trust the government, but I definitely didn't trust the vaccine. You know, when that, like he said, when they're incentivizing people, you know, uh, 
you know, like the, you know, people are giving away burgers and fries to, um, you know, to get vaccinated and all these giveaways and stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's insane. But this next clip I liked because he explains how the lie got going. I love this. I think this is good. In terms of the definition of people dying of COVID. So the case definition is is very simplistic. It means at the time of death, um, it, it was a COVID positive diagnosis. So that means that if you were in hospice and had already been given, you know, a few weeks to live, and then you also were found to have COVID, that would be counted as a COVID death. It means right. that if um, it technically, if even if you died of a clear alternate cause, but you had COVID at the same time, it's still listed as a COVID death. So um, everyone who's listed the as stats a are COVID bullshit. death doesn't like mean the that, guy that was the cause of the death, but they had COVID at the time of death. I hope that's helpful. I just want to be clear in terms of the death. So, yeah, so that, that actually wasn't the one I was looking for. Um, but yeah, they explained how this thing got going, right? Like, I mean, they just lied. <laughs> but this was the next one that I was thinking of right here is this person explains the PSYOP. So, I'm going to go back one second first. So what you just saw, which I liked, was she brought up the fact of how the numbers and the statistics of the COVID deaths are all bullshit, you can't trust the numbers because of the way that they were counting the deaths. So yes, it was no more. It should have been treated like nothing more different than the common flu. And there's a there's a vaccine for that, but you don't force everybody to get it, and you definitely don't, you know, demonize the ones that decide to not get the you know the shot. So that explains that portion there. Anyway, so going on. So this next person here explains the psyop that is happening with Trump being arrested. Uh, many of your people may have heard that Donald Trump is about to be arrested. Now, first question is, why would this be telegraphed to the world? Well, there's a reason for that. They want people to watch. But why is Trump going to be arrested? Well, let me answer it this way. You've heard of predictive programming. You know that they've been showing us movies for years and then when it actually happens in, for reality, there is no surprise. It's called predictive programming. Go back a few, a little while. Do you remember when Mar-a-Lago, Trump's estate, was raided by the FBI? There was a shock and horror and how dare they, you shouldn't do this. See, the first time anything happens, people get very agitated and very exercised over it. But the purpose of that, it was a setup too. You're watching a show. Please buy your, your, your soft drink and your popcorn and watch the show. The reason they did that to Trump, and it was a complete setup, was so they wanted to target Biden and then go through his stuff. So when they went through Biden's um, papers, there was no surprise and shock from the people because psychologically they'd already watched Trump get raided. And so they say, well, if Trump got raided, then fair enough, let's go. If they want to uh, investigate Biden and, and go through his papers, then you know, no problem. The same thing is happening now. Now work it out for yourself, see if you can put the last piece into place. Trump's about to be arrested. Why? in order to begin the arrests of the others. You see how it works? Now, the guy actually being arrested won't be Trump. He's a double. That's part of the game, too. But they have to arrest Trump, so people, the normies out there, will go through the shock, horror, oh, my God, that's terrible. 
and it's over what Stormy Daniels <laughs> please but they'll get that psychological shock they'll get that out of the way and then when Biden gets arrested they'll go oh yeah that's fair enough because they arrested Trump last month so they're going to arrest uh, Biden this month and Obama and Clinton and Pelosi and all of them <laughs> the arrests are starting that's what they're trying to show you that's why Trump is being arrested Will they? Will there be more to uh, to fall? We'll see. I guess we'll see in the coming days. But um, you know, I think that there is a little bit of a psyop going on there, and I think you pointed out some good, you know, things to to, to observe and to keep in mind. You know, the first it was Trump, then it was Pence, and all these other people, but then they also raided Joe Biden, and it wasn't as big of a deal. But. Joe Biden's actually done some pretty illegal stuff in terms of everything. The guy's, by definition, a traitor. He has aided and abetted the enemy. He has provided them comfort, and they have provided him comfort. We're talking about China. This next one here is a video of MSNBC attacking Trump supporters. just introduce you real fast to one woman who we met. Uh, Debbie, you were telling me that you helped promote this online. What type of folks? Have you done this before? Have you had to try to get people out and come out here before? I just have a group of friends and we had flyer made and we just get it out to some and they get it out to some and that's just how it gets around. When you saw Donald Trump call for protest, what did that it's mean to you? protest. We're not protesting. We're supporting the president. It, no protest. And if he were to be indicted, what should the response be from supporters like you? Nothing. We'll just have a big party and laugh it off because it's ridiculous. What type of folks are here today? <laughs> Everyday, normal, everyday, hardworking people. Amen. Where we are here, Chris. Uh, I want to just introduce you real fast to one woman who we met. Uh, Debbie, you... See, I think that's so funny. Like, they go out of their way to try to find people, make them look stupid, and, you know, oh, look at these violent Trump supporters. But at the end of the day, they all just want, you know, a better life. And... Everything going on in the country right now is not leading to anybody's, you know, betterment. Like, no American's life is better since Joe Biden has taken office. Credit card debt is at an all-time high for just the average consumers. People are People's uh, savings are coming down. They're the lowest that they've been in a long time, since like 2007. And while this is going on, they got reporters starting to ask KJP stuff and she's like just won't answer the questions because it's like you know it's the government it's state run TV so oh don't watch this you can't watch this so this is her scolding the reporter because she did not call on him for seven months because he doesn't because she doesn't like his questions this is like the, the high horse shit that, that they do Not, while well, I always, always respect that. But what I will not, while well, I will not appreciate, is disrespecting your colleagues and disrespecting guests who are here to talk, who were here to talk about an incredibly important issue, which is mental health. And what has just occurred this last 10, 15 minutes is unacceptable. 
It's it, it is unacceptable. So we're gonna so we're either going to continue the briefing, or we can just end the briefing right here. Okay. Well then, let's go. Always, always respect that. But what I will not. So she basically just scolded this reporter because she doesn't call on him, and so he finally has to like yell out and be like, "Hey, like I'm in the room too." And like some of the liberal reporters are like, "Have some decorum." Like. Fuck you, asshole. Get the fuck out of here. But there was this one, too, that I really like. This is uh, a throwback to the Donald Trump-Hillary Clinton debate, 2016. Times published three pages of your 1995 tax return. They show you claimed a $916 million loss which means you could have avoided paying personal federal income taxes for years. Did you use that $916 million loss to avoid paying personal federal income taxes for years? Of course I do. Of course I do. And so do all of her donors, or most of her donors. I know many of her donors. A lot of my write-off was depreciation and other things that Hillary as a senator allowed. And she'll always allow it, because the people that give her all this money, they want it. See, I understand the tax code better than anybody that's ever run for president. Hillary Clinton has friends that want all of these provisions, including they want the carried interest provision, which is very important to Wall Street people. Number one, I pay tremendous numbers of taxes. I absolutely used it, and so did Warren Buffett, and so did George Soros, and so did many of the other people that Hillary is uh, getting money from. Now, I won't mention their names because they're rich, but they're not famous, so we won't make them famous. Wow, that hurts. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, and it's still something that, that that's going on now, you know. I mean, we are just getting... You know, with with everything going on with the tax code, you know, the same people that, you know, have been in power for 40 years, you know, talking about how they want to, you know, tax the rich and all of that. Yeah, I'm sure that they're really going to hurt their friends like Warren Buffett and, you know, who's made even more money since Joe Biden has taken office. But I digress. That is all the time that we have. Thank you for listening. God bless. Keep the faith. Get out there and talk shit to a liberal today. Thanks for listening.